How's it going, friends? And welcome back to Brain Mike, the podcast that explores everything about growth mindset and the human experience. I'm your host, Ned Walker, and today we have an exciting episode focusing on the strategies for motivating and engaging adult learners. If you're a trainer, manager, or leader of any kind and will ever be in a situation where you need to have a group of people learn the information that you're sharing, then listen up because this episode is for you. As a training consultant and business leader, I've collected a lot of great ideas along my journey, and I'm still not done. But some of the things that I've collected have come from trainings put on by professionals, such as Stefan Mama, while others I've just discovered through trial and error along the way. But I'm very excited to share with you what I've learned on the subject, so let's jump right into it and begin unlocking adult learning strategies for motivating your team. And a great place to begin is by saying that one of your goals is to make training feel like an elective rather than a requirement. Stay tuned as we dive into the keys to motivating your team to learn. All right, so you're going to go ahead and learn a lot of characteristics that go into unlocking adult learning so that your team is motivated. And so the first thing we're going to talk about is really making learning feel like an elective. So if you're in charge of creating training for a group of adults, you know the challenge of making it engaging. It's been suggested that whether the courses are required or elective, the goal is to make them feel like electives. Why, you may ask? It's because when people want to learn, they learn faster, they retain the information better, and they become advocates for the content. It all starts with understanding your audience and what intrinsically motivates them. The next item is really centered around the differences between the way adults learn and the way children learn. So there are some specific differences. In fact, there is a specific vertical on adult learning called andragogy, while the specific vertical for children learning is called pedagogy. But having experience in both worlds, I can tell you that there is a lot of crossover. We used to say that good teaching is good teaching. Now, getting back to the topic of adult learning, learning as an adult is different from learning as a child. There are three key differences, and those are that adults are self-directed. They, are, they use skepticism to validate education and they need to know the immediate impact on their daily lives. So as you're building your lesson strategies, you really wanna consider providing choices, embracing that skepticism, and ensuring that the instant relevance is there for your adult learners. You know, next up, we're gonna take a look at making it clear why it matters. They know they're gonna be receiving some training, but why? Why should they listen? So one consistent challenge in corporate training is making sure adults understand the why, why the training matters to them, because time is important. And there's a concept of moving from top-down messaging to bottom-up messaging. Let me explain. In other words, instead of starting with what they should do, you start with what they are gonna get. By aligning training with the benefits for the learners, you can increase engagement and impact. It's really about making them first. 
actually planning and executing on the delivery of this training, you want to take another thing in mind, and that is making it multi-sensory. Pretty fancy way of saying, make it connect to all your senses, right? So another motivating factor is to keep it multi-sensory, which means that, and you have to think about how humans experience the world through their senses. And adult learners, of course, are no different. To help learners stay motivated and retain what is being shared, which is, of course, the point of it after all, it is important to make learning multisensory, and that means making the content accessible and practiced through the senses. From a high level, we can focus on the hearing, seeing, and the doing, and that's a minimum, right? In a best-case scenario, you can take the training all the way to incorporate all five senses. By incorporating these elements into your training, you can enhance engagement and retention. Remember, the more interactive, the stronger the retention. You know, the next characteristic, and again, kind of seeing the world through our own eyes, and I'm sure you've been there, think about it. When you're being trained, you also want to know not only the why, but the relevancy. How is this practical? And so the next piece here to share with you is really about making it practical and immediately relevant for your learners. Relevance is crucial in adult learning. Adults constantly weigh the value of education against the disruption to their routines. Why am I stepping away from my desk to come in here and attend this training? Is it worth it? You have to make sure your content fits into their routine and up front answers the question, you know where this is going, why am I learning this? The more you align with their daily lives, the more motivated they'll be. And of course, this kind of blends into what I touched on before about time. So time is precious to adults. In general, learners have a preference for shorter content, and it's suggested to break up training into digestible bite-sized chunks. By doing so, you allow learners to fit the content into their schedules, giving them back control of time and, of course, increasing overall engagement. Again, the big takeaway, making it short and digestible. I'm not sure what kind of trainings you've attended in the past, but I'm sure if you've had a wide variety, there are some that stick in your mind versus others. And the ones that stick in your mind probably involve some type of fun. Now, we're not here to entertain, but when planned correctly, it can be entertaining. So we're really aiming to make it fun. Now, who said learning can't be fun? <laughs> I encourage making courses entertaining because strong retention is associated with positive emotions. But be cautioned, of course, that you are not there to entertain, but rather to train. So keep that focus and keep the priority in the right order. However, if you plan your training well, the learners will by default be entertained, and that's really one of the cool parts about it. Fun doesn't have to be the same for everyone, so explore different mediums. I mean, there's everything from skits to analogies. But do remember this. The intent to make it fun counts, and it builds audience engagement. And audience engagement is one of your goals, after all. Thinking about our own experiences in training, the next one that's coming up is 
talking about making it exploratory. And when I think back about the trainings I've gone to, where I can really stretch my mental legs are things that are, well, entertaining and engaging and memorable. So it's important to recognize that adult learners as self-directed individuals, they really want to have a, you know, it provided for them uh, a diversity of learning styles because this is going to allow the learners to choose how they want to learn. By offering various formats, I mean, look, there's, there's videos, uh, audio, uh, text. You're empowering the learners to control their learning experience. Now, it is not always going to be possible or, or, or even make sense for your training to allow for a uh, choose-your-own-mystery kind of approach. But when you have the option, the point being is that please make it, make it an option. Make it possible. Choice is a powerful tool to get your learners engaged. I'm just going to step away for a moment and thinking about, of course, the goal is engagement, right? Motivation to learn. What really makes us tick when you're listening to a joke, you're watching a movie, really everything is about the punchline, the ending, the, uh, the answer to the riddle. So dare I say, it's all about making it suspenseful. Now, how does that come into play when it comes to training? So everyone loves a twist. We know that. So the power of curiosity is real, so make use of it. In fact, building suspense in your training content can increase participation and interest. It's kind of keeping people on the edge of their seat. Now, whether it's posing a question at the, uh, the beginning and then answering it later on or incorporating puzzles, curiosity keeps learners engaged and eager for more. We talked about making it fun. We just got through talking about suspense and punchlines and, you know, kind of hearing the end of a joke. So these are all kind of related, right? Different tools that you can use to, to continually keep your learners engaged. So this characteristic, we're going to call it making it a game. So play is essential for engagement. And it also leads to fun, which we talked about before, <laughs> enforces what we um, we find engaging for our learners, right? So gamification, perfectly adept word for what we're talking about. It's used in so many parts of our lives, especially business. You know, when it comes to business, it keeps users engaged in their product. And the longer they're engaged with the product, the better the adoption and so forth. And how and why? Because of gamification. So it's only natural to think if we can gamify our training for the same reasons, we're going to keep our learners engaged more involved on point. So keep your learners engaged by doing this. Uh, how do you do this? It's really by turning the serious content into a game. You engage learners without the fear of consequences. And I'm going to kind of be very accurate about this. We always have consequences, but we're talking about creating an environment where the learners don't have to worry about negative consequences. Because by gamifying your training, there isn't a focus on someone getting the wrong answer in front of other people. Um, it, it's more about, you know, the fun and, and trying to score points or, or win the game and so on. It kind of redirects their attention. And again, it becomes fun because you're playing a game. However, strategic play is key. And I want to really emphasize that strategic play. So we're not just playing, again, for entertainment. We're playing, which is simply a vehicle to have that strategic 
practice. So it should mirror the actual application of the content. So get creative, gamify your training for the greater retention and participation, but always remember that content is over entertainment as a priority and focus. The next thing I want to share with you is something near and dear to my heart. Uh, it's really about making it with passion. I mean, if you think about it, right, passion is contagious. Passion is powerful. And passion can be used in training, should be used in training, to heighten the engagement of your learners. I mean, think about your own experience, right? Anytime someone has shared something with you and they were enthusiastic, they were passionate, it drew you in. It's very similar to you trying not to, I mean, imagine this, right? So you're talking to someone, you are trying not to smile, okay? But the person you're speaking to is being enthusiastic, passionate, having a good time, they're smiling, heck, they're, they're, they're even laughing, right? They're giggling. It's very difficult for you to keep a straight face because you're gonna be drawn into that. Let's leverage that and use passion to our advantage. So because passion is contagious and the importance of delivering training with enthusiasm is so paramount, why wouldn't we do that, right? While not every subject is naturally exciting, I get that, <laughs> um, but you have control of your delivery, right? So focus on that. You control your delivery, so strategize and make your delivery um, passionately, right? You always have control of your delivery, so use it to your advantage passion is shown through action and by getting excited about what you teach, you can inspire your team to be more engaged in the learning process. You know, the last one I'd like to share with you uh, as we kind of create this list of ingredients, these tools that you can use to, to unlock this adult learning and increase that motivation in your learners is centered around being collaborative. So, a learning, you know, you can learn alone. Learning alone is efficient. It can be, right? But learning in groups turns knowledge into experiences. It's all about that interaction. It's about that relationship. It, it happens by default. So let's leverage that. So what is the saying? No man is an island unto himself. Well, us humans, whether you like it or not, we're, we're pack animals in general and, and social creatures. So take advantage of it and utilize the concept of group learning. Learners benefit from observing how others solve problems, and this style also leads to creating a less stressful environment. So here you have a win-win. Whether through live presentations, group texts, or, or train the trainer sessions, uh, you know, fostering collaboration enhances both participation and retention. Again, a win-win. There is no loss here. And doesn't it also enforce how we work in the real world? I'd remind you that the majority of us collaborate with others and very few of us work in isolation, both in, a, in the business world as, as well as the personal world. Collaboration is very powerful. All right, well, there you have it. Um, you're now officially an expert in motivating your team to learn. Okay, well... Maybe not an expert, but you are very well equipped to try on the 12 characteristics we discussed that go into a very well-planned training. By doing this, you'll begin to unlock adult learning, which in turn motivates your team to learn. 
And as we close out, I want to leave you with this. If there is one thing you walk away with, the one thing that you will remember from this one episode is to understand your audience, make it fun and provide those diverse learning experiences because those are key to unlocking the full potential of your adult learners. All right, friends, if you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, leave a review, and stay tuned for more episodes of Brain Mike. I'd love to hear from you, and remember, we're all in it together.